This is Audio Shell, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. We are Brad and Brittany, the voices in your head. Today we're talking about The Selection. The Selection, one of my favorite series ever. The series that started it all. Yes. So Kira Cass is the author of this. Um, The Selection series has The Selection as the first book, The Elite as the second book, and then The One as the third book. And then, of course, it goes into the two sequels of the original trilogy, The Heir and The Crown, um, which are narrated by a different narrator, and we'll get to that later. Um, but this is narrated by Amy, Amy Rubinate. Yep. Amy Rubinate is fantastic. She was an amazing lead-in to our audiobook adventures, mm-hmm. honestly. I don't think we could have asked for anyone better. She just handles the story of the selection uh, very, very well. So I guess we should talk a little bit about the story Yeah, let's first. talk about the story. Mm-hmm. So the selection takes place in the future. It's a dystopian novel. But um, not a dystopian novel to where it's like the main character is this crazy independent woman who can take on the world and lead with everything mm-hmm. that she has and, and do anything that she wants. Yeah. It's, and then she gets put into some like arena of death. Yeah. But it's it, just, it's very uh, it's more romance. It's more romance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So it is in taking place in the future, and it's basically the United States. Actually, no, the world. Yeah, I think um, so. broken up into different t- different areas, and so thirty five girls get selected for the chance of a lifetime, mm. um, and the opportunity to kind of live life in the palace. Yep. And become princess or queen um, eventually. eventually. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we don't know what happens. We have no idea. Um, We are a non-spoiler podcast, so you'll have to read it to find out. We'll give you some hints, but we won't spoil you. Exactly. So one of the 35 girls is America Singer. Which isn't that a great name. It's it's (laughs) an amazing name. (laughs) I mean, come on. And the best thing about the the name is she is, in in the book, the, the, the world is kind of separated into different class systems cast or ca- they're, yeah, called. Ca- they're called casts and her cast is arts and she sings for her job so her name is america singer did you know that i forgot <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you gave, so <laughs> um and so america is selected for this chance to become princess prince maxon's prince maxon's wife wife or lover love and Prince Maxon. Did you sleep well, my dear? I didn't know what my face looked like in response to that name, but Maxon's eyes glittered with amusement. I am still not your dear, I replied, but with a smile. But yes, once I calmed down, I slept very well. My maids had to pull me out of bed, I was so cozy. I'm glad you were comfortable, my America. You can, you can just talk oh. about Prince Max, Maxim for a little bit. Well, I think you can accurately sum up also that yes. we fell in love with his voice, mm-hmm. which is still done by Amy Ruminate. So yes. it's fantastic how she's able to change her tone and just completely make her, the character voice hers and be a man. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. It's insane. It's confusing because... (laughs) Let me me just explain. Let me break this down for you. So we both, me and Brittany, like like boys. And Amy Rubinate is a girl, like we mentioned. Yeah. And when she does Prince Maxon's voice... We immediately... Stuff happens to me. (laughs) And stuff happens to you. And orientations just get all confused. And befuddled. Is that a word? Befuddled. Befuddled. It is a new word. New word. Um, (laughs) So we just immediately fell in love with the voice for Prince Prince Maxon. All the voices in the novel are are really well done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure if we're supposed to dislike America's pre-palace boyfriend Aspen or not, but I don't like him. I am team Maxon all the way. Mm-hmm. I am too. Partly because of the voice, honestly. Part, yes, definitely. <laughs> and also just Maxon's written as yeah. this charming... He's written very, very well. Yeah, and Aspen is written and sounds like... Very chill and laid back and... Which is fine. Mm-hmm. But, um... He's a rule breaker. Yeah, it just... It gets to be a little too much... I don't know. I'm just not attracted to Aspen. Yeah, His no. voice. <laughs> His voice. <laughs> First off, I think the most important thing is that overall, Amy does... We already said this many times already, but she does a fantastic job. She's has a very gentle and soft voice. It's very smooth uh, it's easy to listen to, even when she portrays characters like the king, who, King Clarkson. Yeah, who's mm-hmm. very who's kind of gruff and evil. Yeah, and his just, voice, uh, the way she, her voice for him makes you hate him, you dislike him, yeah. which is amazing. You idiot! The king spat. I knew I should have made you read these sooner. You're completely lost. You have no clue of the duty you have. Uh, and then the queen. I mean, mm. there's all these personalities and yeah. and people in, in this audiobook, and it's done by one person. It's like Orphan Black. Yeah, like the, you know the, the show Orphan the Black, the princess edition. Yes, Tatiana Mas- Maslany, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> well, she's obviously channeling Amy Rubinate. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so the voices are just spot on. Amy is able to manipulate her voice into different ways that just make you be a part of the story. Yeah. And then she she puts in so much emotion into the voices. I mean, at certain points there there is a, a part in the book almost at the very beginning where America is chosen and she has to leave Aspen and they have this very long term romance kind mm-hmm. of. They're like kind of quote unquote high school sweethearts, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if they actually have high schools that they were together. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, um, but they're kind of high school sweethearts, and she puts kind of a whimper in her voice when yeah. she's when she's upset or, Yeah. And she's so upset. She's so upset, and she's crying. And, and of course, this happens throughout the book as well, because yeah. America, what America goes through is very kind of traumatizing at some yeah, point. Yeah, for, for a young girl, I mean, you're kind of, like, ripped away from your family mm-hmm. and just kind of expected to marry some dude who you have no idea who he mm-hmm. is. And he's dating 34, 34 other girls, not including America at that exactly. point. So 35 total. I mean, and, and then he has to make cuts. Yeah. And then, and then the fact when, yeah, it's very Bachelor. Um, but America is feeling emotion throughout the book because of Amy. We are able to feel that. I mean, yes. I found myself shrieking and gasping and I, even tearing up because oh, of yeah. the way Amy was 
oh, Maxine, I'm so sad. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's just... I mean, there's that one part with our, I think, most favorite character, Marley. Oh, my God, Marley. Where there's a part in the, in the novel where she... It's just a small spoiler. Is taken away from the group because she breaks one of the rules. And I actually cried when she was being taken because it was heartbreaking mm-hmm. she's one of our favorite characters and you just don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. to her yeah that kind of leads us into our next point of the fact that amy rubinate's interest in the story yes is totally there like you can tell i mean i don't know about you but when someone is reading something to me they're either interested in it or not interested in it and yeah. i felt like the whole entire time amy rubinate was very invested mm-hmm. in telling us the best story possible yeah i mean it was almost as if we know that she had read the story beforehand. I mean, she had, she yeah, must have. That's, I guess, that's another question we can ask yeah, our yeah. narrators uh, eventually. She must have, she must have read it before, just given it a trial run, and read it over and over and over again. But probably audition for it. Yeah, just like every single time, or, or as she's reading this, I felt like she was reading it for the first time with us, mm-hmm. and every twist and turn was new to her. It wasn't something that she had already experienced multiple times. Yeah. And so, kind of taking a step back and kind of talking about the production of the audiobook, um, one big piece of listening to an audiobook is the pauses that the readers take. And sometimes they're like long pauses, sometimes they're short pauses, and it's hard to catch up. Um, but Amy does a really great, great job at kind of pausing. It's, it's like a natural for her. Mm-hmm. At the end of chapters, it wasn't a huge break, and at the end of periods, it wasn't or sentences, you know, you actually knew kind of, it was just a normal way of reading and it felt mm-hmm. very comfortable. Yeah, I think the only uh, the only criticism that I do have is that I sped up the book just a tiny bit just because um, some parts were a little slow with the breathing and kind of building in the action in the beginning. It was just a little slow for me. Yeah, um, I agree with that. But it was, at a certain point, as soon as the action hit, I slowed it back down mm-hmm. and just kind of enjoyed the the story and what it was taking us. Definitely. Through. Definitely. So let's kind of talk about the um, specifics about the audiobook. It's eight hours and seven minutes. That's um, just the first book. Yeah, that's just the first book. Um, I think they all... They all range in about that. Eight to nine yeah. hours. Um, and the first book was originally published back in 2012 Mm -hmm. and i think she's had a book come out every year since then yeah and there's also a lot of novellas with uh the selection series which we're not touching on just yet um because they have different yeah they have different narrators they have different narrators a different feel for them um but can you can can you tell our disgust or what's that word i'm looking for a word our disinterest or yeah disinterest in them not being amy rubinate yeah what would be a good word disdain disdain good one our our (laughs) executive producer sean (laughs) so yes it was very those books we'll talk about them yeah i uh after brad's um personal review to me of them i have not given them a listen through so i will have questions for him pertaining to those little little guys yeah so overall i feel like this book was just it was just perfect duration wise as well it wasn't too long it wasn't too short 
it, right. the story flowed, and with the help of Miss Rubinate, yeah. it was just it was just all around yeah. perfect. And and I know as soon as I finished the selection, I immediately went to the elite, and then as soon as I finished the elite, I immediately went to the one mm-hmm. because I needed to know what happened. And it was just I think it only took me four or five days to yeah. listen to the entire you were, series. You 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 got done quick. Because it took me, I mean, I, at that time I was only listening to audiobooks driving to work, and which was like a 30-minute, 45-minute drive. And so, you know, it took me probably a couple days to finish all of them. But you, no, probably a couple weeks, I mean. But you finish in like days. Yeah, because I, I work from home, so I'm able to just do things, just listen while I'm actually doing my work. Mm-hmm. So it's... Very easy for me to finish an audiobook in a day or two. Exactly. So, Brittany, I don't think we've ever talked about this with this book, but what kind of setting would you like to read, like listen to this book in? You know, for me, I really liked listening to it driving to work. Kind of made the traffic yeah, not be bearable. A, yeah, it made it bearable. How, what kind of setting would you? Like? Um, I would say pretty much anything, really. I mean, like I said, I. I'm at home most of the day, so I just listen to it while chugging through my work. But then I also went to the gym and listened to it mm-hmm. at a certain point, and it was phenomenal there because it kind of, on the treadmill, I'm just kind of running, and I think it was at a uh, pretty intense part, I think in the one. Mm, when the Rebels? Yes. Yes. When there is um, a little war outbreak, kind of. Again, no spoilers. But no, no spoilers. <laughs> um there's kind of a part where a bunch of people rush the castle and it's intense. And at that part, I was uh, on the treadmill. And so I was able to just keep running right mm-hmm. through it. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. run through the rebels. <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> They're coming for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I think this I think this audiobook is perfect in any sort of setting. In any, yeah, in I any mean, setting. Even if you get to listen to just one chapter a day, just cleaning Mm -hmm. um, oh definitely cleaning because you you know you hate cleaning Mm -hmm. so they're you know you listen to a story in a palace and they have servants and these so many different different ways to listen to it and i know for some audiobooks i can't listen to them if i'm typing something Mm -hmm. but the selection oddly enough i could yeah i could listen to it when i was typing when i was reading something else on a different page Mm -hmm. it was just very easy to keep track of yeah exactly so all in all i think this audiobook is something we I would like to keep around forever. Yeah. Do you think um, you're going to shelf it? I think I'm going to shelf it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and so that concludes our review, review on The, the Selection, Selection by, by Kira, Kira Cass. Cass. Narrated by Amy Rubinate. Ooh, Amy. Published by Hyper Audio. <laughs> This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.